the other day, yesterday at work, uh, this person said, I have a mobile order for Danza. And I said, mobile order for Danza. And no one of my coworkers laughed and they all bullied me for the rest of the day. Watch it, sister. Welcome to Watch It, sister. I'm Jessie, the older one. I'm Sarah, the one with good hair. Hey! I have orange hair now. I have purple hair. Together, we are my iPod Nano in 2010. (laughs) It was purple with orange headphones. Today, we are entering book two of Avatar. I can already tell I'm going to like this season a lot. Oh, good. I thought I was going to hate it, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I thought you would enjoy it, so I'm glad that you said that. You liked one of these three episodes. I liked the last two. Oh, me too. I thought that the first episode was really boring, so. Me too. I mean, it was, I think it's definitely necessary, and we'll get into that. Yeah. because there was some stuff that needed to be explained after yeah. the, the season finale. Yep, 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 yep. So this so season is book two, the Earth Kingdom-centric story. Now we are yeah. on a journey to find Aang, a earthbending teacher. So we find out that they actually did have a plan for an earthbending teacher. They were going to go back to Umashu and have King Bumi be Aang's teacher. Right. So. But they decided to do something else. Can you see her jumping at me? Hold on. I can. See if she does yes, it again. Yes, I saw her. She did it twice. So, episode two. I mean, episode one. One. Two point one. That's what I have written down. The Avatar State. We find the gang in the middle of a dream sequence. Yeah, so Aang has a really scary dream about, he's like, he sees the Avatar state, and he's like outside of it, Mm -hmm. and it's like destroying everything, and then he wakes up and it's like, ah, it's bad, and he like explains to Katara what's happening, and... What's happening? I just told you. (laughs) Oh. And... She's like, oh, scary. Um, and then they go. They leave the North Pole. And they run into. And, and Paku like, gives Bye. everyone presents except Sokka. Yeah, he's just like, bye, Sokka. <laughs> he's like, Katara, here's the special water from the shrine pond. Aang, here's Keep a bunch safe. of scrolls. Sokka, good job. See you later. Um, so they head off, and then we also see the Fire Nation. We kind of see what's, her name is, like, Annie or something, regular. <laughs> Azula. We, we cut to Zuko and Iroh. They are presumably at some Fire Nation village. And Zuko's sister shows up. 
Azula shows up at their little massage place where Iroh's getting massaged, and she's like, Zuko, father regrets exiling you. He wants you to come back so we can be a family again. Oh, I didn't know she was there for that. Yeah. And then Zuko's like, heck yeah, daddy loves me. Yeah, and then Iroh's like, that sounds really suspicious. And he's like, shut up, old man. When is Zuko going to stop being so mean to Iroh? That's a great question. So that's like the premise of what's going on with Azula before we cut back to the gang. Um, and Iroh's like, that's not going to happen. Uh, it sounds really suspicious to me. Think about it. And he's like, no, daddy loves me. So then we, yeah, we cut back to the gang. And they're like making a pit stop at some Earth Kingdom fort or something or other. And they're like, and hey, what's they up? Talk to the king or general. general. Some random Earth general. And he's like, and he's hey, like, you totally destroyed all those Fire Nation ships. We should. You're ready. We should, yeah, you should just fight the Fire Lord now. And then. The gang's pretty much like, oh, that seems like a bad idea, but we don't really know why. We're just gonna say no and let's do it the right way. They just keep saying, let's do it the right way. Yeah, and then the general's general's like, like, people are dying every day, Aang, and you could stop it if you would just go into the Avatar state and wipe out the Fire Nation. Right, so then they pretty much decide to let him do it. Because Aang is like, wow, I don't want people to die. I guess I should do it. Yeah, he kind of takes, so then they take, like, some, like, less, not, like, lessons, but they, like, have some fun cheat. They're, like, trying to figure out how to trigger Aang to go into the Avatar state. Which is funny because people all the time ask for cheat at, Starbucks and then I'm like do you mean chai and they're like yeah that one um and then um they go then they kind of realize it's a bad idea so they stop and then well, General's like, like do Katara it doesn't want him to do it at all Katara's like no Aang needs to master all four elements and do things the long way and the general's like no the Avatar State is a shortcut, and we should just be OP and do it this way. Right. And then Katara has a talk with Aang, and she's like, Aang, when you're in the Avatar State, it's hard for me to watch because I can see you're in so much pain, and I can't watch you suffer. I don't want to be a part of this. And he's like, okay, see you after, I guess, then. <laughs> um... But then he tries to tell the general, he's like, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. Because, he's like, wait, what I'll he force it out of you. Why does he change his mind? Do you remember? Well. He has a talk with somebody. No, that happens during this part. Oh, does it? Yeah. Sure. Let me explain. Okay. So he gets, so he says no, and the general's like, do it anyway. So he starts attacking him. He's like, no, 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 no. So then he runs away, but then he catches Katara and sucks her into the concrete and okay. tries to kill her to force Aang into the state, which it works. And then Aang's like, gets really fiery and pissed, and he's like, I'm in the Avatar state now. And he starts whipping everybody. 
kicking everybody's butts. And while he's there, then he has a talk with Roku when he's in the Avatar state. Roku's like, ding dong, let me just borrow you while your body's flipping out. <laughs> you yeah. and me will fly over here into the clouds and have a talk. And he says, hey, if you die in the Avatar state, we all die. And you end the reincarnation of the Avatar. Yep. And it's really bad. So don't do that. Yeah. So Aang's like, oh, okay. So then he comes out of the body and he's just like, hey, buddy, we're not going to do this. And then they leave. Yeah, because he's like destroyed the entire thing. But I just am like watching this episode. I'm like, I never understand characters that have this logic of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to trigger your most powerful response by attacking you because you'll definitely be on my side once I've made you mad enough to attack me. Yeah. That will definitely go well for me. Yes. Well, he doesn't even, like, die or anything. He just... No, Aang. So Aang, like, beats up everybody, and then he comes back, and he... Oh, yeah, because the general was like... Calm down, Avatar. I tricked you. Your friend is fine. Yeah. So Katara's fine and Sokka's fine. And Aang is like, wow, we learned a valuable lesson. We're not doing that again. And then General's like, are you kidding me? That was great. We just got to figure out how to control it. And then Sokka whacks him on the head and he's like, no, we're leaving. Goodbye. Yeah, he like knocks him out. Um... So then they decide to, then they are like, all right, now we're really going to go to Omashu. Yeah. They're like, we don't need you guys. We're going by ourselves. Which, that's the end of that episode, right? Well, but then we cut back to what's Azula and Zuko doing. Zuko's like ready to um, go. And then Iroh's like, wait, I'm coming with you. And Zuko's like, you want to come with me? And I was like, of course I do. And then they're getting on the boat. Oh, is that this episode? Yeah, okay. So and then they the get on the boat. And the captain is like, all right. And the dummy captain is like, we got the prisoners. And then Zuko's like, oh no. Zuko's and like, prisoners? They... Yeah, so he's a dummy and lets them know that they're getting captured. Um, And they leave and fight and then leave. And they escape. And then. They cut off their ponytails. Yes. This is the best part of this episode. The only reason it matters is because Zuko gets a haircut. <laughs> yeah. So they, like, are officially fugitives of the Fire Nation. Yes. And they run away. Yes. And we see so. that Azula is, like, not just a good firebender. She can lightning bend, which is super duper crazy. Yeah. And Iroh kicks her off the boat. And I was like, that's still your niece, bro. But I okay. So, yeah, Zuko and Iroh are like, I guess we're officially fugitives now. And Zuko's like, I guess my dad doesn't want me back. Because Azula was like, dad doesn't want you back because he loves you. He wants you to stop embarrassing him and lock you up where you can't make a fool of yourself anymore. Oh, it's so sad. And then Zuko's like, you lied to me. And then <laughs> Azula's like, like, I've never done that before. <laughs> and I was like, that's yeah. fair. Why did you listen I to do. your terrible sister? I like this dynamic. I like them. Yeah. Um, so then in the next episode is so I really loved this episode. Good. I think this so is they... probably one of the most popular episodes. So episode 2.2 is the cave of two lovers. They go Who they? To the gang. 
Um, they're like chilling or something, and some they're nomads water come bending. up. And some nomads come and are like, "Hey, buddies!" And these are my new favorite characters. This guy is so <laughs> funny. Um, and he is like, "I've got great stories and songs for you." And they're like, "Okay." And then, <laughs> um, sorry. And then they're like, so there's a group of nomads that they like run into <laughs> and they're like, oh, you should come with us. We're going through these tunnels. And the gang is like, nah, bro, Appa hates going underground. We'll be fine. Oh, yeah. That Appa really is my favorite character, I've decided, because <laughs> that was so funny. He's like, they're like, Appa hates going underground. We will have to do whatever Appa likes. And then Appa has like a flashback to getting attacked in the air by fireballs and is like constantly getting destroyed like and he's just like i want to go underground yes. so they're like okay um also i really appreciated this the opening scene when they're like waterbending and ings an octopus and that's really funny and then sokka's like all right guys we uh better get going and then he's just like lounging in the pool yeah, he's like, it's I can really be ready cute. to go in two minutes. <laughs> he's just like, he's just naked. Yeah. Um. So yes, this is when we're introduced to the wonderful secret tunnel song that I've been singing for a decade, and I had no idea where it came from. From this song, secret tunnels, secret tunnels, and the stoners are like, so let's go to. The mountain, because through the mountain is the firebending. No, the earth. Omashu. Yes. So they, the gang is going to fly to Omashu, but then there's a bunch of Fire Nation soldiers, so they decide to go with these nomads through these legendary tunnels that were supposedly built by these two, basically Romeo and Juliet people. That were like, our villages are at war, and they learned how to earthbend from the mole badgers or whatever, so they could make all these tunnels to secretly meet each other. So the legend of the tunnel is you have to let love guide you, or you'll wander forever in the tunnel and die. Yes. Can you hear me? You're just staring blankly at me. Yep, that's what happens. So then they go into the tunnels, and the Fire Nation is, like, right behind them. And they're like, oh, let's go get them. And they're like, no, we don't need to. Remember, no one makes it out alive, so they'll just die in there. Yep. So, but they get in there, and then they immediately kind of get separated. Uh, and the tunnels are, like, sh they, like, shift a lot. I don't know if that explains. They... Yeah. So they're wandering around, and Sokka's like, easy peasy. We'll just make a map as we go science to the rescue but then they realize the tunnels are somehow moving and then a wolf bat scares appa and appa freaks out and rams into the wall and causes a cave-in that separates them yes it was appa's fault so appa I'm so sorry Aang and katara are on one side and sokka's stuck with the nomads on the other side who are driving him crazy because they're super chill right. and laid back. I love the part where he's, they have, like, the torches. And he's like, oh, so how long will these torches last? And 
The and guy's like, like each two. one is two hours. And then his wife's like, so if we light them all, they'll last for ten hours. And he's like, that's not how it works if you light them all at once. Right. Hilarious. So then we then... cut back to our faves, Zuko and Iroh, wandering around in the woods. Right, and they make friends with some earthbenders. Before that, Iroh is, like, staring at this flower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like... And he's like, ooh, this is either really yummy tea or poison. Delectable and, tea or deadly poison. <laughs> and so Zuko's like, all right, you crazy old man, and walks away. And then he comes back, and Zuko and Iroh's like, has a really bad he's rash. Like, he's it like, wasn't it was the poison. Tea. <laughs> and, and Zuko's so like, that's like, it. We have okay. to go find help. And I found like, this antidote, which either works or causes blindness. Yeah, she's like, I found these out. berries. They're either the antidote to the poison or cause terrible blindness. And Zuko's like, no more plants. We're going to find help. And they're like, oh, but if we go to the Earth Kingdom, they'll kill us. And then I was like, yeah, but if we go to Azula, that'll be even worse. So they're like, Earth Kingdom it is. So they go and they meet this really nice family who's really nice to them. And Zuko even has a tender moment with this girl. And he's like, she's like, the Fire Nation hurt you. And he's like, yeah. She's like, they hurt me too. He's like, oh no. Yes. So Zuko and Iroh eat lunch. Well, they find this girl who helps Iroh. And then they go to her house for dinner. And she talks all about like, yeah, everybody's been hurt by the Fire Nation. And Zuko's like, oh. It's what brings us together. Maybe the Fire Nation is not all that great. We have a little moment. Yes. So then they go to the mountain. Yes. And they're in the mountain, and Aang and Katara, let me know if I'm skipping something. They make it to the wall, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got to the exit. And so they're, like, trying to push it open, and, and mm, Appa comes in again and punches and headbutts the wall open. And they realize it's not the exit. It's a tomb where the lovers, Oma and Shu, were buried yep and it kind of tells their story and it's like la 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 we love each other and there's a war and so we learned how to earthbend which what you you can just learn how to earthbend okay um they learned how to earthbend from the badgers and they made the tunnels and but then the man died in fighting in the war, and the lady was so mad about it that she, like, earthbended the crap out of everything, and she could have destroyed everyone, but she was like, no, this stupid war is over. We're all going to live yeah. together now at Omashu. Yes. They're and like, then... That's the origin they're like, of Omashu. And then Katara is like, Katara's maybe we stupid. should kiss? I love that that's and her that will plan. be the answer. And then Aang's like, I would rather kiss you than die, so I guess. And then she's like, no, I won't kiss you. And then she's yes. like, okay. So they're they're running out of light because their torch is going out. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to be trapped in here forever. And they're like, and Katara's like, well, it says let love find a way. And there's a picture of them kissing. So 
maybe we should kiss and i was like i love that that's katara's plan because like logically in what way would that possibly do anything exactly it wouldn't like this is the secret tunnel that's triggered by kissing if the secret tunnel sees your lips touch I was like, Katara, you're so funny, but what is like stupid plan? <laughs> and then Aang is like, uh, us kissing? And then Katara's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's silly, hon. He's like, yeah, I would never want to kiss you. Ha 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 And then Katara's like, um, excuse me, what's wrong with kissing me? So then the light burns out and they Wait, almost kiss. Really funny... I saw this post where somebody had like, captioned this screen cap of a YouTube video of this scene and somebody had commented on it and they were like this is where you can see the first instance of Aang earthbending because here he's digging himself a grave <laughs> he's like no I'm saying I would rather kiss you than die it's a compliment uh, that's so funny lol so then the light dies and they're like about to kiss and they're like oh. and then the lights in the ceiling there's like crystals in the ceiling and yeah. they glow and they shine the light and tell you how to get out of there and then katara's like woohoo we're free and ang is like oh yeah great okay i didn't want to kiss you anyway <laughs> so they get to leave and then at the same time there's like a flock of bat wolves, wolf bats, and they're like, oh, scary. And then Sokka's like, oh, they're running away from something. And then two giant earth bending badgers Bad come out and there's they get ready to attack them. But then Sokka like trips and hits one of the sitar things. Mm-hmm. And it turns, and it he like gets a, the badger's like, oh, music, and then this main stoner is like, they like music, dude, <laughs> and then they play a song, and they can like the badgers like help them get out of there. Yep. And so then they all meet outside, and <laughs> and Aang and Katara are like, we let love guide us out, like the thing said, and Sokka's like, nice, we used ferocious beasts. Yes. It is great. And they get out of the tunnel and they're like, hooray, we did it. Not stand. Yeah. Also, I made a note that Aang and Katara were like, oh no, when the light goes out, we're going to be trapped in here forever. And I was like, yeah, but also Aang can firebend, so he could just firebend a light for them to see. Yeah, how did we forget about fi- I literally forgot he could firebend <laughs> already. Oh. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could probably... <laughs> figure it out, you're the avatar. But, anyway. Well, he'll need to go into some comatose state so that Roku can tell the answer. Yes, so that's a fun episode. Everybody's having a great time. It was a really good episode. Yep. I would give that one a 9 out of 10. This is like one of the peak episodes where you're like, yeah, fun adventures for everyone. Iroh's being classic Iroh. Zuko's being moody, but not too annoying. Gang's having an adventure. So then... 
2.3, Return to Omashu. They're like, yay, so, we finally made it! This is why I was like, why don't you guys just learn earthbending when you're in the earthbending kingdom before? They didn't Seems have time. stupid. They did have time. They could have stayed for an extra day or two. It would have been fine. So, um, he's like, hey, everybody, uh-oh, it's... They get to Amashu, and they're like, uh... It's been taken over by the Fire Nation. What? Wah, wah. What happened? Right. And they're so all really bummed. Initially, Sokka and Katara are like, well, I guess we can't go there. And Aang is like, um, no, we're definitely going No, we have to find Boomy. We have to find Boomy. And I was like, I understand Sokka and Katara being like, no, it's too dangerous. But also, Boomy is literally the only friend that Aang has left alive from his previous life. So I can understand why he would be so determined. Yeah, exactly. So they go in and they do something funny. They go in through the... um, Sokka, yeah, they go into the sewer and Sokka gets... So it's funny because Aang is like wind bending the air to like push the sewers around him and then Katara's water bending to like move the water the sewage waters around him and then Sokka's behind them and then Sokka's in the back (laughs) just drowning in sewage and so they get out and he's got like these little tiny octopus pucker they're called like pucker pentapus pentapus and they are stuck on his face and so they pull him off and he's got like acne and then, um, so then they're, like, leaving. So, whatever. So, they get out, and he's got spots all over him. And some firebenders, Fire Nation soldiers are like, hey, what are you guys doing out after curfew? And they're like, we're just going home. And he's like, what's wrong with that guy? And they're like, oh, he's got pentapus acne. Pentapox. And pentapox. And they're like, oh, no, didn't your cousin die of pentapox? <laughs> And they chase him off. Yeah, they run away. Because they trick him into thinking that he's really sick. Um, then they find, I don't remember how, but they find the earthbenders and they're like in captivity. So they <clears throat> are wandering around the city at night trying to figure out where Boomy is. And they see the new governor's wife and daughter, who we are now introducing a new character. Oh, that's right. And their baby walking around, and there's earthbender like resistance that are gonna drop a giant boulder on them and kill this baby. I guess that's cool. Yeah. And Aang is like, "Oh no, look out!" And he actually saves them. Big. But then jet vibes. Mai attacks them, so they're running away from Mai, and then the earthbenders like, that's right, scoop them up, and they're like, "Avatar Aang, where have you been?" So then they learned from the resistance what happened. Which Boomy was pretty much just very quickly was like, all right, we surrender. Yeah. And then everyone got mad because they were like, no, we can fight. And Boomy was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> and then um, so they're all mad at Boomy and they think he's like some sort of traitor. Almost. Yep. And then... And they're they... like, and their leader is like, we're gonna fight until we all die. And Aang is like, or you could retreat and not die. And the rest of them are like, yeah, that sounds pretty good, actually. Let's do that. 
Um, so they all leave. They're all working on a plan to leave. And they convince everybody that they've all got pentapox. Yep. And then they've got, um, they get, they leave. Sorry, that was it. They leave. But then the baby disappears. He follows Momo or something. Yeah. And he disappears. And so then the fire people, the fire governor thinks that they kidnapped the baby. Yeah. And so then they're like, all right, we'll give you Boomy if you give us back our baby. But wait, Tom, I Tom. realized before that we also saw uh, Azula. And she was with her advisors and they were like, traveling oh, with the royal person. escort is going to be not secret. And she's like, you're right. I need a stealth team. Going to go get my BFFs to be my secret girl squad. Yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on there. So she's, so Azula's task right now is to go catch Iroh and Zuko. But if she's wandering around the Earth Kingdom with her whole royal procession, it's not going to be very hard for Zuko and Iroh to hear about it and get away. So she's like, I got to get my stealth team together. So she goes to find her old friends. And the first one is Ty Lee, who I love. Who's like the opposite yeah, of my? She was like the girl, and then she was like, "I'm here to see your circus," and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's a uh, fine." Yes. And then she was like, "Sorry, Azula, but I'm super happy living in the circus. I don't want to do it." And Azula was like, "Okay, I would never make you do what I want. I'll just watch oh. your circus." I didn't. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense because I didn't really understand the dynamic that was really happening the dynamic is azula is a bad friend and she's very passive aggressive because <laughs> tylee is like i'm very happy being in this circus i don't want to leave but thank you for asking me and azula's like oh of course i would never ask you to put your own happiness aside for me i'll just stay and watch you do your circus performance <laughs> Yeah, and then she, like, sets her stuff on fire and releases a bunch of scary animals. Yeah, she, like, makes it way more dangerous. And Tylee's like, well, thanks for watching. And she's like, oh, no, I'm going to keep watching every day. And Tylee's like, oh, well, actually, I decided to leave the circus, so I'll come with you. And Azula's like, great. Ah. Okay, that makes so much more sense. I thought she was, like, her little sister or something. And then she I, mentioned I sisters, but they are not sisters. May, oh. Ty Lee has, like, seven sisters is what was mentioned. So they, so the two of them and May, the other girl who's in Omashu, were all, they all went to the Royal Fire Nation Academy together or whatever. So they're old friends. So, at the point that Aang and the gang are in Omashu figuring out what's going on, Azula shows up with Ty Lee, and they're like, Hey, May, you want to come be looking for Zuko with us? And she's like, Yes, it's so boring here. Oh, my God, I want something interesting to do. Right. So then... Azula's like, all right, I'll be in charge of this hostage exchange because I'm Azula and you're doing a bad job, governor guy. 
So the gang brings the baby back and they're like, we're here for King Boomy. And Boomy's in some sort of weird coffin. They put him in a metal box so he can't earthbend. And Azula's like, you know what? A baby for the king doesn't seem like a fair trade. I feel like I what I must have been doing something during this part because I'm like for, I forgot like a lot of it. So Azula, May, and Ty Lee are in charge of King Boomy, and they're like, "Deal's off, no." And then Aang is like, "No, I won't leave Boomy," and he attacks. And then obviously they're like, "Oh, it's the Avatar. We definitely need to catch him." So Aang and Katara are fighting off. Azula and Tylee and May and Sokka's trying to run away with the baby so the baby doesn't get killed in the middle of this fight. Oh yeah. Um, and so they hop on Appa. Yeah. They manage to escape and in the meantime Aang finds out that Boomy could earthbend all along. Yeah, because he can earthbend with his eyebrows. Yeah, and he's like why haven't you escaped? And he's like, it's a special negative or neutral chi. Yeah, he's like, sometimes, he's like, the most important thing in earthbending is waiting and knowing when the perfect moment to strike is. Yeah, which honestly didn't seem like really helpful advice, but (laughs) I guess we'll get there. So he's like, find a teacher who listens before striking. I gotta stay here and wait for the moment to strike to save Amashu. And Aang is like, okay, Cool, I guess. Bye. And then he's like, me he he he. He's Boomy's so wild. He is. And then he like took his little metal coffin and scooped up some dirt and pushed himself away. And he was like, like yeah! put himself back in prison. Yes, yeah, very weird. So Aang manages to sneak the baby back to where it's supposed to be, and then the gang leaves, and they're like, Phew! Guess we'll just wander around until we find an Earth teacher. And then Azula and her girl group are like, now we have a third target. We're going to get the Avatar. Great. And that's what happened. Um, so, what's was your, that the end of the episode? That was the end of the episode. Hmm. What's, your, what's your impression of uh, Azula and her girl gang? Um, I like them. I think they're interesting. They're cool enough. Um, I like that they're a little bit more strategic than just like, let's go beat them up. We'll get them. We're strong. Like Zuko. Like Zuko and Zhao, yeah. And, uh, so they're more like, we're sneaky and stealthy. Yes. And I so. think that's to be interesting. I'm very excited. Oh, and then Zuko also steals his new girlfriend's horse bird. Yeah, he was like, oh, you guys have a horse bird thing? Don't mind if I do. Oh, take it. Which kind of is just, I think that was actually important to show, like, he's changing, but it's not just going to be an overnight yeah. shift. Like, because he's, yep. he's very deep into the fire. Like, this is how he's grown up. This is, like, his whole life, and it's not just going to be this, like, one nice conversation with somebody, or even, like, a couple good experiences with Aang. Like, it's going to take some time. Yeah, and I think 
It was interesting to me in the first episode when Azula showed up and she was like, Dad changed his mind. He wants you to come back. That Zuko was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Because I was like, that's really indicative of like how in an abusive relationship with his relationship with his dad, he's so desperate for his dad's approval that it's more important to him that his dad would want him to come back than that his dad would be so so like willing to change his mind at the drop of a hat you know like right like if it wasn't his dad like if it was a romantic relationship and you're like oh this person just changed their mind and wants you back it would be like that's a bad relationship like they obviously don't value you more than their own feelings right so it's interesting to see how Zuko like Still is so desperate for his dad's approval, but he is also having these experiences that are kind of opening up his eyes to a world beyond the fire. Nation. Yeah, kind of the things are not all the way that he was taught and things are not as black and white as he thought they were. So everybody's on a journey Azula's just out there being Azula <laughs> being a yeah. crazy lady she does seem a little intense yes you wouldn't want to be our sister yeah so excited for more of this season yeah I'm excited to meet that girl that's in the picture what girl <laughs> what picture? there's uh, the like picture that Netflix has of Avatar is that green girl, the oh, girl that wears Toph. green. Yes, we're gonna is... finally meet Toph next episode. Oh boy! Once we get to episode six, that's still three episodes away. I know. Oh, next episode of the podcast. I was thinking, yeah, next episode of the podcast. I was thinking about it, and I don't think there are any new male characters introduced that are major characters hmm. from this point on. Like, season two, all the new characters that are introduced are girls, except for, like, minor side characters, which I think is really interesting and cool. Well, it was very male-heavy at the beginning. It was Aang, Sokka, Zuko, Iroh, Fire Lord, Zhao. Boomy. Now we've got the evil girl gang. Zuko, Roku. Um, that's it. That's all the characters. Oh, the reason I was thinking about this is because I was going to look up the a master. quiz and that's what I was going to do. I was going to look up a which avatar boy would you end up with quiz. I just saw a, uh, a thing on Facebook that says the your toxic, your... Oh crap! Your attraction to toxic men started when you picked Zuka over a Zuko oh, no! over Aang for Katara. <laughs> I was like, ah! Oh, for Katara? Yeah. I thought you meant just for yourself, and I was like, who would want to date Aang? He's a child. Oh yeah. No, I, I didn't ever ship Katara and Zuko. I'm happily married. Anywho, I just want Katara to take to this be quiz. Happy. Yeah, I do. Let's take it. Okay, let me open it in two tabs so I can put in both of our answers. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to take the Play Buzz Which Avatar the Last Airbender Guy Would Fall For You quiz by Lady Elena on January 18th, 2019. All right, Sarah, let's start. Which element would you bend? Fire, water, earth, or air? I am clearly a waterbender. I was thinking of this actually this last episode with the general, the earth general. I realized like most earthbenders are not properly like utilizing their earthbending. Like they're way OP and I don't think they know it. So I would say earth. <laughs> You're like, I would be a better earthbender than everybody else. No, well, I re- like they, this one guy started being like actually very cool. Okay. Like when he started sucking people in the ground. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Okay. Choose an additional skill, metal bending, lightning bending, healing, or chi blocking. Say that again. I'm sorry. Metal bending, lightning bending, healing, or chi blocking. Which one would you additionally want to do? Metal. Metal bending. You're going to be tough. <laughs> I would choose healing because that's the most practical. <laughs> okay, where is home? The North Pole, the Earth Kingdom, the Fire Nation, or the Eastern Air Temple? The Earth one. I you guess live in the Earth Kingdom. I would want. I don't want to live in the North Pole. Yeah, I would also choose the North, Earth Kingdom. Too cold in the North Pole. Which activity would be the most fun? Visiting the Bossing Se Zoo, learning a new bending skill, spending the day at the beach, or exploring an uncharted forest. Beach, 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 beach. Of course, you're beach. I would say exploring an uncharted forest. That was my close second. What would accompany you on your adventures? A fire ferret, a badger mole, a dragon hawk, or an otter penguin? Two of these are from the Fire Nation. The badgers were so cool, but the penguins are so precious. Probably the badger. I would pick the fire ferret because it's so cute. I don't think I've seen the fire ferrets. That's technically, I think, in Legend of Korra. Who would be your mentor? General Iroh, King Bumi, Master Paku, or this sword guy that we haven't seen yet? Iroh! (laughs) Why would you not want General Iroh to be your mentor? Come on! He's everybody's grandpa. How would you describe your combat strategy? Aggressive, stealthy, adaptive, or defensive? Aggressive. <laughs> I think I would actually be defensive. I'm not good at When we used to do sparring, when we took Taekwondo a million years ago, I was so bad at sparring because I just like froze up and I couldn't think of what to do. Which of these chakras would be the most difficult for you to open? Earth, blocked by fear. Water, blocked by guilt. Fire, blocked by shame. Or air, blocked by grief. I don't have anything blocking my chi. (laughs) What's the first one? What was the earth one? Earth is blocked by fear, yeah. Basically, which one do you struggle with the most? Fear, guilt, shame, or grief? Probably grief, I guess. I would say fear for me. 
How do you spend your time after the Hundred Year War? In politics, establishing a new era of peace. In hospitals, treating those who were injured in battle. In the military, maintaining order. Or at home, enjoying the peace you fought so hard to achieve. Mm, probably the politics. Interesting. I would be at home. I'm done fighting. <laughs> Time for a nap. Ugh. These are like half the characters that you haven't met. Okay. Which heroine do you relate to the most? Toph, Ty Lee, Katara, Suki, Mai, or Yue? I don't know any of those people. Okay. Ty Lee is the circus girl. You know who Katara is. Suki is the girl from... The island, the warrior island they went to, the Kiyoshi warriors, that she beat up Sokka. Oh, her. Okay. I remember who Yue is. I and I know who Toph is. <laughs> I'm yeah. obligated to pick Toph. Okay, time for rapid fire questions. Extrovert or introvert? Extrovert. extrovert. Obviously, I'm an introvert. <sighs> Head or heart? Heart. Yeah, me too. Tradition or change? You say change. Change. <laughs> Tradition. <laughs> Actually, I'm pick change. Silence or noise? Noise. We're so opposite. <laughs> I Forgiveness or justice? Forgiveness. Ooh, I think I would actually pick justice. I think you would too. I'm Batman. Justice. Loyalty or honor? Loyalty. Same. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Freedom or safety? Freedom. I pick safety. We're so opposites. I'm picking like the opposite. <laughs> lead, protect, or seek? I think lead, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think I actually would also pick lead. Calculating results. Sarah. Oh, you got Sokka! Yeah! I cannot lie. Sokka is a material man. He loves his designer Earth Kingdom satchel, space sword, and above all, his trusty boomerang. Yet he would trade them all away for your love. He is, his determination to become an excellent warrior and leader is inspiring, and his sense of humor and regular bouts of clumsiness keep him grounded. Sokka may not be able to bend the elements, but he has utter control of your heart. He is always the man with a plan, oh, no, and he froze. is your man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who did I get? Is it Zuko? No! Who is it? Jet! Oh no! Uh, I don't Gross. want to date Chet. Yes, you Terrible. do. <laughs> oh, no. It describes him as a Robin Hood. I'm so embarrassed because it's he true. Is, obviously, he's Robin Hood. Talk about a rebel with a cause. Oh, my god. Always one step ahead of the world. Jet was taking names and hearts with no remorse until you stumbled into his life. He never imagined a girl could match his wit, passion, or adventurous nature. Behind his inflated ego, Jet has the heart of a hero, and ultimately in it is his compassion, not confidence, that drives him to make impulsive decisions. This Robin Hood thought you'd be an easy catch, but he was even more smitten when he was proven wrong. Uh, 
Yeah, you'll have to do a lot to win me over Jet after your whole genocidal episode. <laughs> well, now that I'm thoroughly ashamed of my terrible taste. I told you. Didn't I call it on episode one? Jesse has bad taste. I want to live in a secret outlaw tree house. That's so wrong. I don't like, like, the only thing that they said about Sokka is that he's materialistic. No, he's a leader, and he's inspirational, and he's driven. He has a sense of humor. That sounds like me. <laughs> that quiz was too accurate. Definitely marked this episode as a get-to-know-ya for Sarah and Jess. Oh. Get to know me. Don't worry, everyone. My real husband is not like Jet. He's not genocidal? No. He is slightly an anarchist, but... Well, that was entertaining. Have you uh, been watching anything else before we go? Did you finally finish Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Uh, yeah, okay. So guess what, Jessica? What? I finished it last week before the episode started, and I just thought there was another episode. <laughs> I'm Oops. pissed. Oh, no. I, okay, well, not really with how the show ended, but because they had one last episode on Netflix, oh, but it's their live yeah. sing-along, so I thought I had another episode to go, and I was like, oh, sweet, they're gonna do, like, a real, a real good epilogue oh, episode. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So I watched everything, and then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just see how they end it, because, I mean, I, that was very, that was a really finale-feeling episode, and I don't... I mean, I kind of guess that they would end up with Greg. And that makes sense to me because it was like, like, that's who she started with and well, do you kind of, but I, but then leave... also they were like, they leave it open ended. Yeah. But I, uh, so here's my thing. I think this last, that last season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was crazy. Was phenomenal. Yes. I think it was one of the best seasons of any show I've ever seen. Ever. It was so good. But you have to watch the first three seasons to get there, and they are excruciating. <laughs> They're, They're very so painful. Long. They're so awful. No it's, one learns anything. It's terrible. But the last season is so good. So I don't think it's actually worth it, but I, I don't know. <laughs> It might be. All right. So what did you enjoy about the last season? I really loved the all oh, the sorry. self. Sorry, spoilers for anyone who hasn't and wants to watch yeah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, Mom, you won't want to watch it. <laughs> Mom is our one listener. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's true. Um, the songs were really good. I loved how spoofy it got. Yeah. And how I love shows that make fun of itself and are like that. And so all the jokes that were like, oh, I'm here till the end of the season. And then they're all like, yeah, the holiday season that we all can agree on ends on Valentine's Day. Yes. So then I was like, oh, okay, this, this show's going to end on Valentine's Day. How coincidental. I loved... I loved that you really didn't know who she was going to end up with. They all seemed like good options. And I, I do really love how she didn't end up with anybody. 
that we know that she really does end up with Greg, but we don't know that. And I liked that a lot. And that the whole lost part of the season really was her finally finally like dealing with herself and she i love the antidepressant song (laughs) and um all of that stuff was just so good her relationship with her therapist was really great and funny um i really just i it was you know the middle of it's really hard because it is so suicide heavy and it's Mm. it's heavy in general Mm -hmm. and it's a lot especially for what's supposed to be a comedy but um, I think they do a really good job of being, like, open and honest. Yeah. And I thought it was really good. And it's definitely, like, no show I've ever seen before. It is very unique. Yeah. It, it really tackles a lot of stuff. <sighs> yeah. Did you uh-huh. like Greg's... Uh, did, they, did you like how they reintroduced Greg when he came back as a different yes, actor? Yes, and that was so funny because, yeah, so they have to recast Greg, and they recast him um, as the guy from Pitch Perfect, who I absolutely adore. And uh, he, they're like, you seem different. And he was like, well, I'm not. I'm definitely the same <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, time Rebecca's like, you look so different. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And everyone's like, yeah, he always looked like this, Rebecca. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, that was really clever. And, uh, yeah, it was just really good. Yeah. I really... It took too long to get there. I, I totally sympathize with, like, agree with you that it takes such a long time for there to be a payoff because they're dealing with so much of Rebecca's baggage that it just is so frustrating to watch her continually like downward spiral. Yeah. But I really appreciate that they took the time in the fourth season to be like, mental health is not like a one time fix it thing. Like this isn't just like, like they even cover where she's like, I did all these workbooks. So now I'm fine. And I've solved all my problems because I did all the emotional homework. So now I'll never have any more problems and I don't have to like check in with myself or be aware of my feelings anymore. And it's kind of like the reality, the reality of dealing with your mental health is it's even if you don't have like a actual disorder is it's a it's a lifelong process it's something that like just like your physical health you have to be responsible with your mental health and be willing to take care of yourself and be healthy emotionally for your whole life right and I really appreciate that that's why the diagnosis song is one of my favorite songs because I feel like I can totally understand the desire of people to reach the point where you're like I just want something to be wrong with me so that there can be a solution and I can Mm -hmm. fix it and it's not like I just have problems all the time right my diagnosis yeah she's like I'll finally have an identity and know how to fix myself once I have a diagnosis and it's like well no that's not actually true either right like you still have to put in the work and it's still gonna be like, you still have to find an identity for yourself that isn't just one thing. Also, I really love the prison song. I think oh, it's yeah. so clever and so good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they cover so much stuff in this show. 
The Privilege song was very eye-opening. Yeah. She's just like, story, story, what's your story? And then they're like, I can like, take care of my kids. got arrested because my boyfriend's meth was in the car. And she's like, did you at least dump that no good meth selling boyfriend of yours? And she was like, no, we have a kid together and we didn't want both his parents to be in jail. And she's just yeah. like, this isn't fun or spicy. Like, oh. It was rough. Yeah, it's a lot um, of heavy stuff and it's a lot crammed in there, but I appreciate that it goes. I appreciate that it doesn't glamorize any of these issues. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, Rebecca's, like, they kind of started off, like, tongue-in-cheek with the t- whole title, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, of, like, oh, Rebecca's so quirky because she has mental problems and it's like no that's like it's not really like a fun quirky thing it's like actually damaging to her life i feel like i got kind of tricked into watching it like when i first (laughs) like when you it's just totally a different show from the beginning to the end yeah like um i feel like i started watching it and i'm like okay it's like sitcom-y and there's funny situations that they get themselves into and then by the end they're like listen Go to your therapist. <laughs> Go to therapy. You need. You probably need antidepressants. They help you a lot, and it's okay. They might change your body for a couple months, but blah blah blah. Like I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're putting all the morals at the end of the whole show. Yeah, it's like a really heavy Veggie Tales. <laughs> veggie Tales about antidepressants. Because then they, yeah, because in VeggieTales they're like, ah, ha, ha, silly songs with Larry, here's a, an abstract story. But at the end, we'll tell you where it is in the Bible. And you're like, oh, it was there the whole time. It was just disguised by vegetables. Plagiarism. What? They didn't write those stories at all. They stole them <laughs> from the Bible. Yeah, so that's what I, so then I started watching a show called Russian Doll. But I'm not very far into oh. it. Um, really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're watching that. Well, I really love Natasha Leone. Oh. Um, and I, me and Brett recorded an episode. It's actually a secret lost episode of streaming the net with Sarah and Brett about female, uh, female main, whatever it's called when the leads are strong. Female lead. I guess. No, but it's something else. I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah, sure. And I saw that on a bunch of lists, and I was like, ah, I've never heard of this. And I started watching it, and it's just absolutely beautiful cinematography, because it's a Netflix original, And mm-hmm. but I really am not. I'm only on episode, like, three. Okay. I'm interested to um, hear your review of it, because it looked interesting, but it also looked, like, too gritty for me yeah i was just gonna say it's pretty gritty that's not my thing i'll watch anything that natasha <laughs> you can tell by all of the shows that i've talked about watching oh i started watching this anime that's what i that's the only new thing i watched this week and it was bad mm-hmm. but i might keep watching it you said it's bad it's called oh so it's an i'm watching uh Bunheads, I forgot. Oh, that's not new. Oh, and then I think I'm going to watch Ugly Betty. (gasps) 
Ugly Betty! Have you seen that before? No. I used to watch that with Laura. Oh my gosh. Nostalgia. That show was good. I watched like five or six seasons of it. I don't think I finished it though. Yeah, I turned it. I was looking at, um, I was looking for Bunheads the other day and I passed Ugly Betty and I was like, hmm, I bet I'm in a space where I could watch that now and appreciate it. Anyways, I started watching this anime. It says it's a Netflix original, which I think probably means it was licensed by Netflix because that happens with a lot of their anime. Mm -hmm. It's called A Lull in the Sea and it's about this world that's like our world, but people all used to live in the ocean and then some of them like migrated onto the land and then these kids who are middle schoolers and they live in this ocean village but it's so small that their middle school has been shut down so they have to go to middle school on land. I only watched like two or three episodes. I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching it because it's very dramatic. Like I can tell already from the first couple of episodes that they're trying to make, that it's gonna be like a very dramatic romance but they're middle schoolers, so I'm like, I literally don't care, like, <laughs> if this middle schooler is gonna date this other middle schooler. <laughs> You're, like, 12 years old. Hmm, interesting. Because the, like, first episode was like, oh, living on, going to school on land, and then this girl who's, like, so the main character's a boy, and he, like, is the stupid trope of, like, mean to this girl but protective of her because he loves her or whatever and she's like stupid and naive and dumb and clumsy and then she hmm. ends up getting saved by this boy who's a land dweller and then they learn that it's like forbidden in their village for an ocean person to live with, to like date a land person and they're gonna get exiled from their village if they have a relationship with a land person and he's what? like oh my gosh is my friend already willing is she gonna is she willing to leave our ocean village forever to date this land guy and i'm like you're 13 it's not even gonna matter next year like i like don't be so serious you're a child you're a literal child oh that's so much yeah so I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it because I can just tell from the tone of the episodes. It's really pretty animation, but I can just tell from the tone of the episodes that they're going to try and make it like a really high drama. And I'm like, I can't take these children's love life seriously. I'm so sorry. Like, That's how I feel about every show. All right. I got to go get yeah. some stuff done My battery. before I have to go to work. Very low. Hasta la vista, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, if you're not following us, follow us on Instagram. Excuse me. Ugh. I had a burp stuck in my chest. Anywho, uh, thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week when we finally get to see Toph. Ooh. Woo. Hopefully right. there's more Appa scenes. Um, there always are more. Options. Catch you next time. Bye. Watch it, sister. <laughs>